0: Welcome to the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast, a Christ-centered recovery show where we discuss the habits, mindsets, and tools that will help you live the recovery lifestyle. We believe that if you regularly do the work by reading the Word, showing up at recovery meetings, getting engaged at your local church, and giving back through service, that you will build a stronger relationship with Jesus and experience the freedom that comes from lasting sobriety. Please join myself, Chris Decker, and my co-host, John Rizzi, as we serve as your virtual recovery coaches through season two, featuring monthly recovery challenges, inspiring testimonies, expert guest teachings, and the raw real-time recovery journey that we go through each and every day. To help us reach more people, please subscribe and leave a review. And for now, enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast. Today, we are on part two of our series on uh, the trait of intimacy anorexia, which is withholding spiritually from our spouses. And the first episode, which if you missed it, I highly encourage you to go back and check that out. Uh, we shared a couple stories. Uh, we 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 really uh, dived in to what it means to be a spiritual leader. And we took a look at what the Bible has to say about that. Uh, today we're going to talk about practical advice. So what is the solution? My name is Chris. I'm joined here in studio
1: by John. Hey, Chris. You want yeah. to kick us off? Yeah, I do. We got a lot of tips here. And I, I already touched on this one in the last episode. But the number one thing is praying with and for my wife. This is something that's easy to do. It doesn't cost me anything but a couple of minutes. Um, and there should it should just be effortless. And for whatever reason for me, it hasn't been. And I really want to conquer that. Um, obviously, being a good spiritual leader... Uh, and It's one of the anchor tenants of the recovery lifestyle is uh, is attending church. Um, I know we go to church weekly. I find it to be, you know, in a post-COVID world, physically going to church, just like the pre-COVID world, physically going to church is the only way. Um, I like being around other believers. I like the, the worship music. It just feels like a better connection. I know you guys regularly go to church. Um, that's a way to connect with your wife spiritually and lead your wife spiritually. Um, attending worship together. Uh, now, you know, at the beginning of, of most church services, they have worship and worship music, but man, I went to that worship night at Saddleback, uh, I don't know, a month or so ago, and that was something super powerful, where it's just an, a night dedicated to worship music, and you know, they were bringing young people up there, and they were dancing, and it was just so moving to me. And I, I, it was, you know, do something like that with your wife. I know you guys attended that too, right? We were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that thing is great um how about like listening to biblical podcasts whether it's ours which you know that could be interesting for uh, some intimacy anorexics or sex addicts to listen to some of the stuff we say with our wives
0: i know i actually know that um we do have several female listeners like we do because yeah. i've heard they've come up to me and they've, they've shared that i you know, hey, I listen to the podcast. Yeah,
1: wow, that's good. I mean, we're not saying this isn't for women. In fact, if you want to understand the intimacy anorexic male mind, this is a great podcast to listen to. Um, And there's, I mean, you know, there's literally hundreds and hundreds of different podcasts that you can listen to some are very short my wife and i used to listen to drive time devotion that uh that they the saddleback puts out um and it's great i mean you know they go through the bible and talk about and read verses and teach you on those verses and it's it can be really connecting um Christian marriage workshops. There's plenty of those around. We've been to those, right at Mariners Church. The um, Marriage Matters with, Doc, uh, with D- Doug Fields, which is they're super fun. They give you dinner. He's always got a great message. Um, these, th- those are the kinds of things. And you know what I love about him is he loves to talk about sex too, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and and it's a, it's a you know using those kinds of things is a great way to enter into these topics if they're uncomfortable for you with your wife. Um, and they can be uncomfortable. Uh, some of these things, marriage-related topics can be uncomfortable. Uh, and and these types of tools can really help um, break the ice and, and broach the subject.
0: So you have some, there's some additional ones here. So join a couple, small group, or Bible study um read the bible or certain devotionals together there's literally thousands of devotional plans mm-hmm. on the bible app u version yeah um jesus calling
1: yeah uh the the sarah young has written a couple of these books where the devotional is written as if it was jesus speaking to you wow <clears throat> and um they're really really good uh, and she's got them anchored in Bible verses. Um, they're, they can be very convicting. But they're, you know, if you think about, like, reading Jesus Calling with with your wife, with my wife, it's like literally like me, my wife, and Jesus getting together in a prayer circle for, you know, 33 sec- 30, minutes at the most, right? I mean, it doesn't take any time at all.
0: There's some other stuff that we can do is we can watch faith-based movies and shows with our spouses. You know, a good example is The Chosen. Season three just came out. Yeah. Yeah. In theaters for the first two episodes. The Bible. God's Not Dead. One through three. American Underdog. The Case for Christ. I Can Only Imagine. The Shack. Um, We can read faith-based books together and to each other. And, um we can practice spiritual disciplines together. And I know these are some of your favorite.
1: Yeah. Like the Sabbath, I, you know, we've been really lame on the Sabbath lately, but, but when we're at our best, we sort of formally enter in, into Sabbath by, um, reading the Sabbath commands, which are in two places when the 10 commandments are being read, right. Um, in Deuteronomy and in, uh, Exodus. And, um, so we read the the, the verse, right? The, the Lord has blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy, right? Therefore, I have commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Um, after reading that verse, we light a candle, one for each of the, the verses, and we just sort of say a prayer and ask for for God to you know keep us focused mm. on Him and each other and and rest, and we try to let go of envy and comparison and you know, material things and just like rest in his presence and do things that, that create joy for us. Hmm. Uh, what
0: what are some examples of things that create joy for you?
1: For me personally? I mean, so for both of you, we'll go to, we'll go to get something to eat together. Um, we'll go to church together. Uh, believe it or not, we go to the gym together. Um, uh, I usually go on a bike ride because that brings me joy. Uh, for me, you know, if you guys subscribe to our verse of the day, I spend some time working on those on Sabbath. Um, that's when we we watch these faith-based movies or something like The Chosen because, um, you know, we try to avoid secular entertainment mm-hmm. and just, you know, keep it about things that can connect us to one another uh, and connect us to God. Hmm. Um, sexual intimacy is a good thing for the Sabbath, hmm. for sure, because obviously that's a very connecting activity. Um, and and those are the things we do. And we just try to be present with one another and not be hurried, not think too much about the world. Um, it, you know, I mean, I've, I've often had to remind my wife, like, I don't want to talk about that on the Sabbath.
0: Now, are you an empty nester? Yeah, that's that that does make it a lot easier for us so you know we're like new parents and we don't really <laughs> have... it's harder for sure yeah and <laughs> there's 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 guys out there that are single too and so mm-hmm. this you know um but, but you
1: can make it work for yourself you yeah. know in some way or shape or form and it doesn't have to be 24 hours you know start with a half a day but man think about like what kind of gift you could give your kids If you guys were to, over their upbringing, indoctrinate them into the habit of of Sabbath to where they're—because, you know, one of the things that God wants us to do, and I think we've talked about this before, is work from a place of rest, right? Because the Sabbath was actually before all the work. God created man, put him on a Sabbath, then put him to work. And I think that— what that means is he wants us to be rested and then to go to work and then i've often heard it described as you know i work from this place of rest and and sabbath pulls me into the midweek and then. Sabbath, the the attraction of Sabbath upcoming pulls
0: me through the rest of the week. So we're not, we're not supposed to rest from a place of work. <laughs> we're not supposed to rest at our place of work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. But, I mean, I think a, a lot of times we get that backwards where we like work ourselves so hard to the point of exhaustion, then we need to rest or God will force us to rest. And I believe truly that people live longer and are more productive if they work from a place of rest and 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 observe this fourth commandment of observing the Sabbath day
0: so you've got more here you've got uh, we've got fasting is is something as well and then uh sharing non triggering recovery work so just kind of sharing these yeah. these things with each other I think
1: uh, you know there are times where uh, there's a good share that I I can come home from CR or, uh, you know, it can be a day or two after I've shared something, but I can just like open up and be vulnerable about something I shared about. And I think that that really creates intimacy with our wives when we share something, you know, I I think specifically non-triggering. So like, I don't want to go in there and tell her how much I was struggling with lust and, you know, some hottie that I work with. It needs to be something more about, you know, where my heart is or what I'm struggling with, uh, whether it's something with patience or with at work or uh with my parents, right? Um, I think that those kinds of things reveal more of ourselves to our wives, and that's exactly what intimacy is.
0: So you want to open sure on that?
1: Uh yeah. Hey, guys, my name is John. I'm a follower of Jesus in recovery for sex addiction, struggle with lust. Hey, John. Hey, you guys. You know, I, I know we listed a lot of things here and, and I'm not suggesting anybody just like try all of these things all at once. Um, there are, th- we listed a lot to give people a bunch of things to choose from. I am choosing to work on praying with and for my wife and, um, I need to journal a prayer uh, for my wife every day, and I need to start implementing. I mean, they can be—I've heard these advices of, like, just do a 30-second prayer with your wife. And then it's so easy to do. As I'm leaving for work, right, like, just a quick prayer. I, I hope you have a blessed day. You know, how can I pray for you throughout the day? Something like that, just to, to build up that— spiritual intimacy muscle. Thanks guys. I'm
0: John. John. Hey guys, Chris, grateful believer in Jesus Christ and recovery for alcohol, sex, porn, money, and codependency. Hey Chris. Yep. I um we're struggling to find intimacy time. It's a it's a kind of a interesting season with a newborn. Um but we're we're getting there. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Heavenly Father. Lord, I pray
1: for those who do have newborns in their lives or do have young kids and do have distractions and and feel like that intimacy is is within their is just just barely outside their grasp because they're so busy. And then when they do get the kids down, they're so tired. I know. I remember those times and I just, I just pray that you would give them little slices of connection throughout the day, whether it's a text or a phone call, whether it's, a, you know, just a simple leaving a note, um, being able to, to find those places to connect because the small things add up. And Father, I just pray that you guide each and every one of us in how to connect more spiritually with our wives in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Hey, you made it this far in the episode. I'd like to congratulate you because to me, that shows that you're taking your recovery seriously. If you'd like to reach out, please visit recoverylifestyle.com. You can use the contact form to submit a prayer request, give us ideas for future episodes, or simply to just share what's on your mind. We would love to hear from you. If you really are enjoying the show, what would mean a lot, is if you could subscribe and leave a review. That will help more people find the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast.